0: Welcome back, Breathing New Life, podcast exploring and rediscovering new metal, past, present, and future. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. I'm the other host, Jeremy. And we're going to start off talking about, obviously, one of the biggest announcements pretty much concerning a lot of new male bands right now, and that is the sick new world uh, festival going on in, in uh, Las Vegas mm-hmm. in May, coming up in May here, and it's, I mean, it is uh, definitely going to be a, a sick show. Dude.
1: I, I, I feel like I prayed to the me- new metal gods and they they answered my prayers. <laughs> this lineup <laughs> is ridiculous, dude.
0: It is. Yeah, I mean, it's got well, Incubus, you know, questionably new metal, but definitely you know, their first album a lot of people put in new metal category. But I mean, Incubus, Deftones, Corn, and, and System of Down are the main acts there. And there's gonna be there's plenty of other ones you know. It got cold. you got orgy, kitty. You know, Seven Dust is gonna be there. Pod Soulfly, Cold Chamber. That's okay. That's gonna mm-hmm. be the thing too. One of the biggest things. Cold Chamber has decided to reunite to play this show, and that's honestly pretty insane because literally Meeks. My 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 girlfriend got to meet Meeks while he was playing with. Gemini syndrome and they were touring together and she got to talk to him and everything like that. And Meeks was actually one of the ones where he kind of, she was talking to him about, you know, culture playing again. And he was kind of down, you know, turning down the, the idea of that ever happening there. And so like to now see them getting together for this show, you know, and who knows what the future holds still, but even just to get, get together for a big show like this, you know, it's pretty crazy. Also reading up on some of the things like that each of the members have kind of posted, like I don't know how you pronounce it, Naja or Nadia, or whatever, Paulin, and the, the bassist. He mm-hmm. posted about it and everything like that, getting together with her what she calls her brothers in, in Cold Chamber for this. But the bigger thing seemed to be Michael Cock, the drummer. He talked a lot about how during their last run together, the last tour, it pretty much became for him, like when this tour is done. And once it stops, I'm like, I'm done. I really, he couldn't really do it anymore. According to his posts on, on Facebook. And so it seems like, I don't know. It, it seems like some, some things were like the previous ones kind of, kind of contingent on like whether or not everybody was going to do it. And seemed a lot more like Michael was not going to be the one to really keep up with the, keep up with touring all the time like that. Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 big for Cold for Chamber to get back together for that but it's kind of funny like looking at this there's a lot of different bands on here that aren't quite so like new middle to talk about or anything like that but it's like it's kind of a weird mix it's like there's a lot of bands on there that you got back on there like you got like bands like Placebo are on there you got Melvin's on there Cradle of Filth <laughs> yeah this is so this is like a really weird mix of bands too it's like, but it's almost like it's kind of like A festival for like the older millennials, younger Gen X crowd, people who grew up throughout like the 90s, pretty much, you know, through the mid to late 90s, not so much like the When We Were Young festival. That was a lot more for people who are growing up after 2000 and getting into quote unquote scene music, you know, emo and metalcore and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And this one's a little bit more once in a while where to want to look for gear towards that that gears toward a little bit older crowd i guess it was i want to say not that there won't be young people into this stuff but there's a lot of bands out there that are probably appealing a little bit more to people that are in their late 30s early 40s or whatnot right give or take a little bit different audience that they're i would say probably expecting for this but still a crazy ass show and and know kitty's gonna be playing up in vegas again that's I mean, they just played in October for when we were a young festival and they could be playing back in May again. So so a pretty big opportunity What do you want to say for them. Pretty big thing for them to be playing for the same organizers and everything again. Yeah, and and, and just also
1: just... Like like you were saying earlier, just you know all these other bands that we kind of grew up with in the you know mid to late nineties, early two thousands, and then they they do sprinkle in a little bit of like the newer bands like Spirit Box, Loathe. There's a couple other ones that I, I'm not familiar with. You might be uh, like Fiddlehead, Narrowhead, Scowl. I'm I'm assuming these like newer bands, but yeah, it's just like it's it's like a solid mix. And then talking about bands that are reuniting. Uh, Lacey Sturm, we were talking about her on the last episode where she did um, guest vocals for Love and Death when we're covering those songs, like the collaborations. Uh, She's back with Flyleaf now. They're going to be playing. That's really cool. We got Alien Ant Farm, Body Count with Ice-T. I mean, like the the whole lineup's just ridiculous. And um, as of now, as of a recording, uh, we're in the middle of uh, November here. This has been sold out. However... Um, I have heard that for like the, when we were young festival, it did the same thing. I mean, like tickets went on sale and within hours sold out. Mind you, this is just like a one day type of deal, but I think due to probably the demand of more people wanting to show up for this, they may expand it to two days. I got a feeling that it might even branch out and we may even see a few more bands added and then they can just like split it between the two days. At least I'm hoping so. But it'll be kind of interesting to keep an eye on this. And, and again, if, if you have not gotten your tickets for this, uh, SickNewWorld.com, or excuse me, SickNewWorldFest.com is where you can go. They got a waiting list that you can join. I actually myself need to do this because, Tom, I legit am going to need to do whatever I can to make sure that I you know get a plane ticket and, and a hotel out there. Vegas is expensive, but this is just too good to pass up. I mean, when are you going to see all these bands... On the same bill. You know, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Super stoked. And, you know, you're, you're speaking about Cold Chamber. I've never seen them live. So they're definitely like a bucket list item for me. Always love seeing Seven Dust. Chevelle's going to be there. Love Corn. Deftones. Obviously, Deftones is my favorite band. So, I mean, dude, sign me up. This, this thing's going to be amazing.
0: All right. So I don't mean to bury the lead here, but I did get tickets to Sick New World shut up. You got tickets. (laughs) Yeah. So my sister got us tickets. My sister. Yeah. She got in and she, she texted me the morning they were going to go on sales. Like, do you want tickets for us? I'm like, sure. You know, I kind of wasn't sure if it was gonna Get in or whatever, but Uh yeah, my, we got, we got tickets. My, my sister and her best friend. And then for me and my girlfriend, and I'm just like, holy shit. It's, it's not cheap either, dude. They're like, 280 bucks a piece plus like a hundred dollar service fee it was fuck it's it's expensive man a hundred bucks for a service fee oh my god dude that that's a ripoff there also there's like a payment plan for it so maybe that service fee is part of the payment plan or some bullshit i don't it's expensive i don't know what it was like for the when we're young festival people but you know yeah it's expensive i'm just like yeah i'm gonna have to go get a second job here now to pay for this (laughs) crap i know (laughs) Granted, I got like six months to make sure everything's paid off, pretty much by that. But, God, yeah, it's it's gonna be insane. And but just the planning for everything, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I've never been out that way at all. I know you're from Colorado. You talked about you know how like quick and easy it was to get to Vegas from you or from there for you because yeah. it's like short plane ride or whatever. And like, I've never really gone further west in Iowa. And like, I'm, I'm, I'm Wisconsin and everything like that. So it's like, I've never been that far for any reason. I'm not a big traveling guy and I don't like taking too much time away from my home. I'm a kind of homebody, homesick kind of person. I don't know what to say. So it'd be, you know, interesting for me to get a chance to like go travel that much further out than I usually do. And for obviously one of the biggest reasons to do that shit is to go this sick-ass festival sick new world
1: yeah yeah dude and and i've been to vegas plenty of times and it's one of those things to where it's all the pictures the videos tv movies like when you've seen the strip and and you know you're like wow it's 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 crazy it it is exactly what it looks like from the pictures and the videos i I know that there's sometimes you go to somewhere and you're like oh it just doesn't look the same no vegas is it's everything you'd think it would be it's a lot of fun it's gonna be some dry heat out there, so I mean, get ready for that. But I mean, who cares? I mean, it's it, May. It, it probably starts getting warm there, obviously. Yeah, dude, it's it's gonna be a great time, and I'm so glad you got tickets. I am gonna be on the waiting list. Um, I will do whatever I can. Already talked to the wife, and I told her I was like, uh, this is kind of a big deal. I mean, you know, and she <laughs> already knows my affinity for like corn, Deftones, Incubus. She she knows by this point, like you know. Uh, it's like, OK, well, this sounds like a bucket list item for you. So, yeah, if, if you want to go and I'm like, I'm going to use this as like my guy's trip, you know, because oh. once a year, like they kind of have like that free ticket to kind of go out and do whatever. So uh, I got the green light. The only thing is I just need the ticket. If I buy the ticket, then uh, I'm halfway there. I'll get the plane ticket. I'll figure I'll figure the rest out. I just need to get there because, um, yeah, dude, this
0: just get the ticket to the show and everything else. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't wait. But again, for those that that want to get on the waiting list, again, the website is sicknewworldfest.com. You never know. Like I said, they could branch it out. I mean, I have not read anything about it. I'm just thinking due to the response, the demand, and how quick that they sold out, it would not surprise me to see this branch out into two days um, and possibly open up some more opportunities for more people, hopefully like myself, uh, to get a ticket. So yeah, and that's, uh as of right now, Saturday, May 13th uh, 2023. So yeah. Uh, insane too. It's just, it's just too good.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, dude. Hopefully you do. And, uh, you know, we're going to have to try and do like an in-person podcast episode for that. (laughs) It's going to be, it's gonna be great. Yeah. Do you know, do you anybody else, you know, like, God, I know you're talking about like Greg, I think Greg was talking about getting uh, tickets or whatever. Do you know if he got in, in on that? Any idea? yeah well
1: I, I talked to a couple of my buddies and they're actually waiting because they said that they went to out to that when we were young festival which i think one of the days they had to cancel due to the high winds so crossing fingers yeah. like which is a weird reason to, to cancel a, a a show but um they said that they're going to wait because sometimes yeah they're thinking like either the other day is going to open up because they were saying that too or sometimes people sell tickets on um StubHub. so Uh, It's just one of those things where we're just gonna have to kind of keep our eyes open. But yeah, like I thought that when they, because I I remember seeing the date of when they're gonna start having pre sales. I'm like, okay, well, I might wait a day or two to see how it's going. And literally within hours, (laughs) it was already done. I was like, oh shit, okay, it's that big of a deal. Like you know, for not just us, obviously for for a lot of people. So we're we're gonna have to play the waiting game. Cross our fingers. Hope we come across tickets. But uh, I'm definitely gonna you know keep my eyes open. And as soon as I see some are available, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and grab them. So,
0: yeah, I hope you do, man. I mean it'd be awesome to, I mean, you and I have been, you know, online Facebook friends for, for a few years now. For a while. We're doing yeah. this podcast. Yeah. We're doing this podcast remotely. We, we act for anybody listening to us. Jeremy and I have not actually met each other face to face at all or anything like that, but we've been good online friends. And obviously, we started this as a mutual. Love for new metal and everything like that, so it'd be cool for us to finally meet you know face to face if we can do this because I don't yeah, know right? how many Absolutely. opportunities we'll have otherwise.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool.
0: So, moving on from the awesome topic of Sick New World Fest, we are actually have our main topic here, which is going to be kind of a small one, show one. We just wanted to talk about a few albums that we think are underappreciated in the new metal genre. And it's, you know, there's going to be, there's going to be people who are listening to us. I probably know this, know these albums, you know, offhand, but we think they're just kind of like, these are less known bands or less known albums that we think people should, if you, for some reason, don't know them that you should go out and listen to them or otherwise try and get other people that, you know, that enjoy that kind of music to listen to it also because just I think these bands are worth checking out. I'm starting off here with the band 5.0, their album Untitled, from 2002. I've actually first heard of 5.0. I got to see them open up at a show at the Rave in Milwaukee. Oh, God, I mean, it must have been like 2001 era. And God, I can't remember exactly which. Bands they open up for. It might have been for Dope and Parman 5000 or something. I cannot remember. I can't find any information that says
2: which bands they open up for, but I remember seeing them in an, like live and then getting to
0: find out about them online, doing th- researches and all that stuff and, and learning about them and finding out they're from not, well, relatively close to me. They're from uh, a town in northern Illinois. So not too far from me, essentially, within reasonable driving distance, I would say. So maybe that's part of the reason why they ended up there, or I don't know if they were trying to be on that tour or whatnot. I have no idea what the story was. I'm kind of thinking about like finding the members, maybe tracking down one of them, kind of talking to them about this. Possibly, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe I, maybe I can reach out to somebody from the band. Who knows? But 5.0, their biggest track was a, a song called. Double X minus. There's a video for it on YouTube. Check it out. It's 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 the actually opening track for the album. Great start for the album. Everything like that. Overall, great kind of representation of that kind of millennial crossover age of new metal. Not quite the late '90s sound, but like kind of kind of be evolving into the newer sound or younger sound, or whatever you want to say. Oh, if you want to call it that. Besides Double X Minus, the other noticeable tracks I want to put out there is "King of the Hill was another big one with a lot of people uh, who enjoyed that album. And I was a kind of odder, I I call it kind of odd uh, track on that album is one called Purity 01. It's just kind of funny the way
2: that the vocalist starts off talking about he says something along the lines of we have now come
0: to the new millennium. And so he mentioned something about Armageddon and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden you start hearing some really rough vocals talking and everything like that or, or singing or whatever. It's 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 kind of funny, but it's actually a good song. And like overall, the, the album is just good. Like and the outro track is just kind of a long jam session almost. I don't know. I I'd say anybody should just give that album a chance definitely go check it out untitled by 5.0 nice man yeah um, and and i think
1: the double x XX-, minus that that's by far their most popular Like you would say if there was a single off the album that'd be it right
0: yeah it's definitely the most it's most popular one anybody would probably know that one if even if they might not know the whole album they might know that song and there is an actual video for that song as well actual music video mm-hmm. out there for that so yeah, you can easily find that song on YouTube and whatnot.
1: Nice. Yeah, I see, like that's the one that I'm most familiar with. because um, 5.0, like I've always kind of heard of them back in the day, just never really checked them out too much. And that was the one song that um I, I do know. And I actually kind of checked out a little bit of more of their album earlier today. And uh yeah, man, it's 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 good stuff. And I think you describe that kind of you you describe that well because yeah, it's definitely new metal, but like it just they kind of started to kind of um man, it's hard to describe. You're right. It's just like it, it, it's not like the late nineties. It it's it kind of took a different turn a little bit, but it's still new metal. Yeah, I, I think they're a little bit more unique than, than a lot of the other bands that kinda of started to somewhat sound the same. But yeah, I would I
0: definitely agree with you that it's an album definitely worth checking out. I wanted to share a couple of trivia that I if I'm not mistaken that this is you know, some trivia about the band, like three of the members are like cousins. I don't know if they're all, how well they're all related as far as cousins go. And one of the guitarists is also female guitarist in a, in a band like that. And it's one of those things where once again, talking about new metal and a little bit more inclusion of, of female musicians in them and as well. And so that's kind of, I don't know, some, some of the trivial things or whatever think about when it comes to that band. I don't know. I just I thought that was kind of funny. I just remember reading up on those things. It was kind of cool. So I don't know. Hmm. Nice, nice.
1: So first of my two, um, it's a band that maybe some people have heard. Uh, they kind of were just a flash in the pan, really, because they came out in 1998, got signed, only released one album, and we're about to do a follow up. And this one album came out in 2001 was working on a follow-up in 2003 and then just disbanded. So it's only like a literally a one album uh, band called Pressure 4-5. I personally came across these guys on, it was an Ozfest sampler. There's so many bands. And actually, the the other band that I'm going to talk about with their album, again, it was on that same Ozfest sampler. It just had so much good stuff. But Pressure 4-5, these guys were out of California. The name of the album is Burning the Process, came out in 2001. And um, I would say, you know, I I guess some people could argue, are they, you know, quote unquote new metal or not? Um, They kind of teeter the line of like alternative metal and new metal. They're more on the melodic side. Um, They still got some like just good, you know, like bouncy riffs. Um, It's got a little heaviness to it. Um, it, It's more on the lighter side. It's kind of. I'm trying to think of other bands that they would be kind of close to. A little bit like, not exactly Darwin's Waiting Room, a little bit like that, I guess. You know, a little tiny bit of rapping here and there, but just mostly just, you know, singing. But the most notable track from that album would be uh, Beat the World. And they even had a music video for that. It was actually kind of cool. It's just like they're all, they're all just jamming out, and some people are kind of like, looks like they're flying in the air and stuff. Have you ever seen <laughs> yeah. that music video or heard the song? You know what I'm talking about?
0: Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. I've seen it a couple of times. One of those things, kind of just scouring YouTube for new metal, and the, that that video popped up. And mm. yeah, the kind of a silly video, I guess, to me. <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean, you know, it's it's yeah. I mean, there, there's a couple of them that they they, they kind of have some like goofiness to it. But I don't know. It's just it was just like a fun, like you know, people are just getting into it and stuff. Yeah, it, it, just, uh, it was just one of those albums that I just think that kind of went under the radar. Again, I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that one album and they're done. Uh, they had a couple of decent uh, tours where they went. Um, let's see here. They played with a couple of bands like um, Dredge, The Used, uh, which obviously aren't like new metal bands. But they also went with um, Alien Ant Farm, Apex Theory, Lost Profits. So they were kind of like in that vein of of new metal, slash alternative metal. But yeah, they they had several you know decent tracks on there. I, I think front to back, it's really good. Um, other tracks that I would recommend would be like, Melt me Down, pieces Melt Me down was another popular one. Uh, again, it, it's it's kind of like I said on the lighter side. Just just solid and and I thought it was just one worth mentioning. Um, so again, the band is pressure four five, and it's funny that that the um idea behind the name because a lot of times like all these bands that's one thing i will say about new metal bands they love putting the numbers like i'm just going to use some random word numbers you know like apartment 26 pressure four five the the reason why they called it a pressure four or five is because they had a fifth member at the time and sometimes he'd show up to practice sometimes he wouldn't because i guess um he wasn't motivated because i think they wanted him to do like turntables and he didn't want to do turntables so they're like, okay, are we a four member band or a five member band? So there's there's the pressure with that. So it was pressure four or five is how they came to their name on that. So I thought that was kind of interesting. But eventually uh, he did stay with the band. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Like they were, like I said, they just formed in 98, signed a record deal within a year and a half, two years later, released the album, go out on these tours. In 2003, they're looking to do a follow-up, and then a couple guys quit. Um, I think one wanted to join like a culinary arts school, and uh, some guys had some other interests outside of music, and then poof, that was it. So um, short-lived band, but I, I, again, just, just one worth, worth uh, checking out. So that's my first of two. So what do, what do you got next, Tom?
0: The next band that I'm going to bring up, at least, is a band called Ginuflect. I believe is how you pronounce that word. And Guinea Fleck was a band that kind of came out of the ashes of Reveille. It, it was start, It's got the vocalist Drew from Reveille. And I think it was originally started by one of the original guitarists of Revely. So they got together and to started another band. Eventually that guitarist left, but Guinea Fleck has like two albums. And I'm going to talk about their first album, which you can find on Spotify and everything like that. Second album is, an easy, is easy to find, but the first album called End of the World came out in 2007. Giddy Flick is definitely an album for Reveille fans. There's a lot of the same guitar
2: tones. It's definitely Drew's vocals on there and everything, but he's not quite doing as much of rap style vocals as he did with Reveille. So it's kind of more like a little bit more straightforward modern rock album than a new middle-ish album. It's a good album front to back, and it's but it also came off after the new metal
0: thing. I want I want to say new metal was kind of dying out already by that point. Kind of
2: one of those bands that kind of still stuck to it, but it didn't take them anywhere. Obviously, so there's just. You know, a couple of, like, really kind of standout tracks for it for me. A song called Dead Right,
0: which is kind of funny. It's called Dead Right, but there's, like, a bridge where all he's doing is yelling dead wrong. So, (laughs) (laughs) but, yeah, it's, that one I like a lot. And then the other one is Bloody Murder.
2: That one's a great one where he's, part of the vocals is he's just, he's screaming the word screaming bloody murder. Like I
0: said, this these are songs that are both kind of have that Revely flavor,
2: but overall really aren't Reveille anymore. If you're a Revely fan, you'll enjoy it. I can tell you that much.
0: But don't go in there expecting it to be like the third Reveille album at the same time. I don't think you should have that mindset. It's overall a good album. I think I think it's underappreciated. I think it's something that anybody who's a fan of Revelly should be checking out if you do not know this band for some odd reason. Check them out. Check out that
2: album. They got another album. But I cannot remember the name of the album. Well, they, well actually, it looks like they have three albums. I don't remember the shadow side, but Rose from the Dead was in 2014.
0: That was their, their last album, and that one's a really good album, actually, overall. Yeah,
1: too. that was... Uh... 2014, and then in between was The Shadow Side in 2009.
0: And that one I don't know as well, but I do, re- do remember a Rose from the Dead. That's a good album. But overall, definitely The End of the World is a good album to check out if you were a fan of Beverly, you know, Bleed the Sky, and then some something more from them. Not from them, but of that style. And he could definitely keep, hear that in that album.
1: And, and what I would tell you, Tom, I, I checked out that album today, because the name, when, when you put that up in our notes, Genuflect, I was like, that sounds familiar. And I listened to it, and me, and, and I will kind of vouch for that, when, when you made the Reveille, uh, just stating that it's a couple of the guys from there, I thought that was interesting as soon as you said that, because I, for one, did not know that it was guy, a couple of the guys from that band, and when I listened to them, I'm like man, they have like a really strong Reveille influence. Like that's, that you know, I heard a lot of that in their sound. So when you said that, I'm like, okay, it makes perfect sense. So I can tell anybody out there that if you are a Reveille fan, take it from me, who's not as well versed in Reveille and Genuflect. I listened to this going in for the first time and really listened to this album, enjoying it, by the way. And uh, I can tell you, yeah, like it definitely has, it definitely has a lot of elements to Genuflect. And I'll tell you what, man, for coming out in 2007, it still sounded like a pretty damn good Nu Metal record, which you did not hear hardly any of that around that time, you know, because Nu Metal, you know, for the most part, was kind of, you know, dead for a little bit. But yeah, it, it's it's a really solid uh, album. And then, yeah, I would agree with you, it's it's not as heavy on the rap, but there's still kind of like that flow in there from, from song to song, you know, like they definitely have like... Um, there's definitely a, a little bit of, of that in, in this album but yeah it's, it's, it's a pretty solid one I, I think it's a great recommendation
0: yeah I definitely think his, his vocals were a lot more straightforward forward than, than what he did with Reveli. but mm-hmm. great album check it out check out everything from Guinea Fleck it's yeah the, just a great follow up after coming out of the ashes of Reveille nice nice Jeremy your next one
1: yes sir so my next one and and i'm pretty sure there's gonna be several people that know about this band but if you did not man you have to check out this album it came out in 2001 it's called the war of arts that's the name of the album the artist is american head charge these guys are out of minneapolis uh minnesota and uh it was a song called a violent reaction that i found on that same ozfest sampler as I heard from Pressure 45, which, funny enough, um, at least when I went to Ozfest in 2001, neither of these bands were even on the tour. They were just part of this compilation CD, so it was just kind of a bonus because I didn't even see these guys live. I, you know, I discovered them through that uh, that CD. Uh, but interesting enough, the way that this band came together is was just a chance meeting in rehab between Cameron uh, Heacock, and Chad Hanks. So these two guys met in rehab and then just somehow formed a band. And then next thing you know, they just, they kind of took off, came out with the War of Arts. Um, And this album has like, I think 14, 16 songs. And I would just say that that's quite ambitious of a band when it's like your first major release, because there's even, you know, I was thinking about this earlier today, that there's a lot of like, solid bands or bands that are established that if their albums get a little too long, lengthy, you know, if if we're looking at twelve, thirteen, and on up, that there, sometimes there's like a there you have to you have to admit, sometimes they're just albums that have like fillers. This one, I have to say, in my personal opinion, I, I can listen to it front and back. Yeah. 16 songs. This thing goes for an hour and seven minutes and uh, from the first time I listened to it until literally today, when I revisited it, it's great. Like it just front to back, it's just it's just a solid, solid album. These guys have a, a good influence from the industrial side. Um I would say that they probably take a lot from Marilyn Manson, Nine Inch Nails to some degree. And you mix that in with, you know, metal and, and, and like kind of like that new metal like style and aggression. And it's it's just, it's solid. Again, Violent Reaction is the first one that kicked that off out of all these songs. Uh, but then also they have the one where it was their only music video that they came out with for this album called Just So You Know. I, w- I won't say it's like a slower song. I would just say like, it's not like a soft, slow song. It's just more like, you know, tempo. But that's what I love about this album that you know, it it, it kind of, you know, you have like these fast in your face songs and other ones that kind of like slow down tempo wise, but they just, they, they keep the energy, they keep like just the heaviness throughout the whole thing. Um, and then my personal favorite, which was not a quote unquote single would be track four, never get caught. Yeah. Still to this day, like that's just, I, I don't know what it is. It's just, um, it, and the, how you were saying with the flect, how the name of the, of the song is pretty much what they're shouting during like the chorus or part of the song never get caught like it just that that's just what he's like just screaming during like the chorus but it's just I don't know it's just catchy it's like a simplistic like you know riff that they have on there and it just you know it it just sucks you on in but it, it's really really good stuff so if if you're into like the heavier side of new metal where um you do like a little bit of like in, you know uh, industrial influence uh this is definitely one that I would I would highly recommend um I was fortunate to see these guys Oh, man, I want to say maybe 2006, 2005, 2006. Crowd just went nuts, dude. Like, these guys just bring high energy. I, I don't know if they're technically still around because um, they broke up for a while. Unfortunately, they did have the uh, the death of Brian Otteson, their guitarist. Um, but then they reunited uh, around 2010 or 11, came back with Tango Umbrella. Uh, they dropped that in March of 2016. And to be honest, it was it wasn't bad, but nothing touches their, their their first album. They even had an album after this, after the War of Art. That uh, was it was decent, but to me, this this was just their, their their best one by far. Yeah, War of Art. Like I said, like it's sixteen songs. It's a solid hour, but front to back, man, I just I thoroughly enjoy this album, and I think it's one that for some reason I guess just flew under the radar and and we're talking 2001. So you have corn constantly in in the foray, you have Linkin Park that's just now starting to blow up. Mudvayne's having their second CD about to come out. So like there's so many other bands that, I wouldn't say that they're necessarily competing with, it's just that they have all of that. So, that, that, that they were kind of just like underground the whole time, in my opinion. I, I don't think like they really got a true spotlight. Not a whole lot of radio play, but definitely, I think, were one of the better bands in the early 2000s in, in the new metal scene for sure.
0: So, I did get to see American Hat Live. They actually toured with Cold Chamber and they were one of the opening bands. I think I discussed this uh one of the previous episodes. And unfortunately, this singer probably has some drug issues still. I mean, the when he and at the time, especially, I should say, because he was pretty fucked up on stage when he was when he was performing. Unfortunately, it wasn't like the best performance. I like, it ah. wasn't like I consider I would what I consider a professional performance. I guess I would say he was messing up his lyrics and stuff like that. He was like, I wouldn't say he was like falling off stage, but he was like. Doing anything where it's like kind of going into the crowd and all that stuff, but he wasn't very, it was kind of sloppy. So he wasn't quite coordinated, I should say, with that. And he did get in trouble not too long ago, a few years back, for like driving a van full of stolen music gear. Yeah. I, th- I think I did hear about that. Yeah. So there's, you know, there's some, uh, what do you want to say? Some, uh, I can't think of a good word to describe it.
1: They just they just have a solid history of, of you know, abuse. And it wasn't just him. It was like a lot of the guys in the band. I mean, they just, I mean, yeah. they were even saying how they did play, um, I think, OzFest the following year in 2002. And they were saying, you know, they have, again, solid, energetic, you know, sets on, on stage. And, you know, they, they definitely bring it when, of course, they have their shit together. But I guess there has been stories of just kind of. They just go crazy backstage, you know, with the party and the drugs, and and I think it just got to the point where it became too much, and I think that's why they probably just couldn't keep it together to to you know string out album after album and, and try to build something. I, I think that that's what kind of held them back was just you know all of the um, the substance abuse issues, which is sad, you know, because like I said, like super talented band. I I, I really think of these guys highly, but um, unfortunately, I think that's what's kind of kept them from being bigger to where I think they could have been.
0: Yeah. Just kind of a troubled band, lots of potential. Mm-hmm. They had some really good music, like everything on CD was great and all that stuff. And I didn't, I didn't really follow them as much after like, I saw their performance at at the Colt Chamber show. It was kind of like kind of turned off from them when I saw that. So it's like, I could
1: understand, yeah,
0: <laughs> uh, like, because I enjoyed the music beforehand, but I'm like I'm watching them like, like there's there's whatever. like you get kind of a tainted perspective on a band when you see them like that. So like you kind of think about, well, yeah, this band made some good music, but they really couldn't keep it together live. like what just kind of don't enjoy it as much for some reason, and that's that's what kind of happened with me there. I mean. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. I can still kind of appreciate the music and still say, yeah, there's wanna hear kind of a more industrialized new metal band, definitely check out American Head Charge. You know, just they're they're also at the same time, unfortunately, a rather troubled band. Yeah, but take that for what it is. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. I mean, however, you know what, what they have on that CD. It's it's to me, like I said, fantastic. It's uh, it's it's great A stuff in in my opinion. So, yeah, highly recommended. And, and also, you know, with these four albums, uh, you know, when we post this on Facebook, uh, maybe we'll put out something and, and see what people think about it, because I'm really curious. As, you know, it'd be awesome for people to listen to it for the first time, like actually get people's opinions on that. And see, see if they feel the same way that we do uh, with these albums.
0: All right, so we're gonna jump and talk to talk. Uh, we're gonna jump and talk about <laughs> a band that we've actually previously featured on a previous episode of the podcast here. The band Dot uh, BHP out mm-hmm. of Poland. We featured a couple of their songs called uh, "Wasted Light" and "Drift Away," and those are two songs that they've just released as pretty much single songs, individual songs with music videos. They
2: have been in the studio and recording. They make they made a full album. They released it I think on
0: basically on Halloween, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but at the end of October they released it. So it's been out for a couple of weeks. We've been able to listen to it. We're gonna do, you know, just a, a short discussion here. Talk a little bit about this album. Jeremy, what what are your thoughts on it so far? You know, honestly, listen front to back, I was really impressed.
1: Um, I know that when we are checking out, you know, wasted light, I, I really like that track as as we you know discussed in a, in a prior in a prior episode. And drift away, I thought was okay, but it was actually a little bit like heavier than I was expecting. I mean, I, I know that they they have that with them, but um, it just I don't know that like it just it, it's got. Just a good mix, man. It's got a good mix of just like heaviness, you know, with with, with the record scratches. And then I, I like how the vocalist, she incorporates some of like the melodic choruses to kind of just give it like a little bit of uh, of a different flavor in the middle of the song. Uh, there, another one that they had that I like a lot is uh, Crownless. Uh, it's track three, I believe, on there um, that was really good. It just, it just A lot of their riffs is just kind of reminiscent of late 90s, early 2000s. I would say with this band and this album, um, because there's a lot of newer new metal bands that you can tell that they're influenced by it, but they kind of put like a um, little bit more of a modern spin to it, where I think this... It very much feels like it's kind of like if you were to tell me that this album came out like in '99 or 2002, I, I probably would believe you on that. That's kind of like where I'm at with that. But um, front to back, really impressed. It's a young band, and um, it, it's very impressive. I, I think that these guys have a future, and it'd be really interesting to you know keep an eye on these guys and see where they go from here. So, uh, so what were your thoughts on the album, Tom?
0: I really liked it. Uh- you were saying about how they kind of sound like, you know, they could have come out, you know, maybe 20 years ago. I really do feel like they sound like kind of that later end of that original new wave of new, sorry, the later tail end of that first wave of new, of new metal, that era. Cause they kind of sound like they band that has heard everything that came before them and then put it together. And I think they do it well. I'm actually rather impressed with the singer's
2: vocals on this too. Ashka, I believe, I believe is her name, and mm-hmm.
0: it's kind of funny. Like she must have really worked on like her screaming vocals and everything like that, because I don't think in Wasted Light that it was that strong. But then the, they did have like a third song that they released before they released this album where she showcased a lot more of her ability to do that. So whatever she worked on to get to make that happen, it, I think it was great. What actually I really like about her vocals is that she has like this tone in her voice when it's not really like her trying to do like, like singing, singing, I guess I don't know how to put it, but um, there's a, a tone in her voice that kind of does have quite a bit of a throwback to say like, early nineties alt rock. I think it's yes. really good. You know? Yeah. It's it kind of reminded me of like other alt rock female fronted bands, like maybe, uh, I don't know. Case choice, cranberries, or like, I don't remember some of the other ones off the top of my head, unfortunately, but there's just, it's just got this tone that really kind of takes me back to those early nineties alt rock sound. And I really enjoy that. And like, if she wasn't doing quite the, the new more new metal type of thing, she could easily do something with that kind of early 90s throwback sound as well with her, her voice. I think it just, I think it works like that. I really enjoy that. Now to talk about the band overall and everything like that, there's a lot of the DJ did a lot of the work. Obviously there was a lot of, there was a couple like, there was the intro track and there was like an mm-hmm. outro track and there's some some kind of interlude track where, where he did a lot and everything like that. And then the, there's the uh, album, or sorry, there's the song on the album called "United" that sounded a little bit more like a modern kind of metalcore type of sound.
2: Yeah, they have you know they have a uh, featured vocalist on that as well. Guest vocalist for that. They kind of went through the gamut of like the different kind of influences that they obviously have.
0: The more. DJ influences and new metal influences to some songs that are a little bit more quote unquote core-ish than maybe there is on other tracks there. But yeah, overall, I'm impressed. Unfortunately, I do agree with you that I think um Drift Away is probably the weakest song on the on the album. Mm-hmm. Don't dislike it. I don't dislike it. I think it's a good enough song otherwise, but if I had to say like, well, wanted to cut one, that'd be it. But it's actually a pretty short album as well. It's only like 37 minutes overall. And yeah. it's almost like you could have they they could have, you know, had room for like one or two more tracks, maybe. But you know what? It's a good short album. No real like how do I put this? Nothing no really response. like <laughs> Yeah, no, there's no there's 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 no real like skippable tracks it's a good album it's it's something worth listening to front to back honestly Mm -hmm. especially for a band trying to really bring a new metal
2: sound in the modern in in the 2020s here grateful to hear this and grateful to hear a band doing this they are they are doing the thing
1: you know to just to touch back on the vocalist real quick you know yeah you nailed it as far as that that tone and and I just didn't know how to um describe it but yeah and you nailed it perfectly and and that's that's something I I really liked a lot too and I I don't know about you but like her her screams man reminds me a lot of uh Morgan from Kitty really yeah like like I yeah, like that's every time I hear that, I always think of, of 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 her vocals for some reason, but which I like it, like they're good, like they're just, I mean, like it's it's very powerful. Um, yeah, I was I was I meant to ask you if if that's what came to mind when when you hear her do her harsh vocals.
0: I don't know, I think more of like Lena from Infected Rain, honestly. Uh, oh, okay, maybe, okay. but I don't know. It's it's kind of difficult, like to have a. There, there, there are a lot of female vocalists for metal bands all that stuff that do that do the harsh vocals or screamings whatever you want to call it and it's like at the same time there's not a whole lot of uh, like who do you compare it to type of deal like who do you say sounds like this or that you know Mm -hmm. all i can say is that you know okay i've listened to you know this band quite a bit as far as those type of female vocals female scream vocals and all that stuff and i could say yeah, it kinda of reminds me of Infected Rain a lot because I well, I do listen to Infected Rain a lot. So Right, right. I, I mean, that's kinda of, that that's that's kind of unfair in a way. But it's also kind of like the limited exposure to
2: a female screen vocalist, everything like that. So to compare her with somebody else, it's it's a little bit difficult because there's Sadly, like, somewhat of a limited, somewhat of a limited, I don't know what the word of, what I want to say here. A, a limited
0: arena, like, like, <laughs> like. there's just not as many examples to compare them. And also at true, the same time, true. it's unfair to do that just because there's so few other examples to compare it to because it's, it's good to have this at the same time. Female vocals getting out there doing their thing doing screen vocals and all that stuff, and but doing this in like a new middle style at the same time, mm-hmm. it, it's it's awesome. So, yeah, I've enjoyed it. I think she's doing the thing, she's doing her, her thing, and there's different elements of her vocals to appreciate with, with this valuable uh, overall. Yeah, and, and credit to the other guys in, in
1: the group as well, man. Like, there's a lot of just, just tasty fucking riffs on this album like i mean it's it's just like i said these riffs will they're, they're gonna take you back <laughs> so uh yeah yeah de- definitely uh, enjoyed it so uh for those that want to look at uh check these guys out online it's dot bhp so make sure you put the period in front because i don't know what's gonna happen if you google just bhp but um yeah dot bhp up and coming band dude uh it's in, from what I'm showing on here, this is a self-titled album, right? There's no other title to this album, right? Just BHP.
2: Nope. Just BHP okay.
1: self-titled. I'm make sure like... I didn't miss anything. So
2: <laughs> awesome. All right. So um you got one more thing here on the list.
1: Yeah. Why why don't you uh take us to our, our next segment here, dude?
0: Uh so I am just giving a shout out to my good friend Ahmed. Don't know him personally, like in person or anything like that. But we've been Facebook friends for a while too, and he is super cool to talk to. And the well, I want to say really chill dude, which is funny because him and his wife have their own Twitch channel show called Convo's and Chill. And uh but yeah, so he is a he is a chill dude. Him and his wife interview musicians, and they talk about music and other topics themselves. On Twitch they haven't done any broadcasts in quite a while it's been like almost a month now at least a month now since the last time I've seen the broadcast unfortunately and they were, I was supposed to hop on their show one of these days but I guess for whatever reason that they could broadcast they never reached out to me again so we'll we'll see make you know make that happen again but Ahmed has a band called Alpha Kenny buddy they've been together for for a few good few years now, at least since I've been Facebook friends with him. And Ahmed is a big new metal fan and he like he loves Limp Bizkit. Limpus is one of his bands he always talks about. He's got a band that's it's they're new metal influenced. You can hear it in this if we're gonna talk about a song for them. The but just, so they're new metal influenced, but they know more a little bit more straight metal, you know,
2: straight heavy metal, I wanna say I don't know what else to say other than they got a new song out. Nice. And, and, and according to the the, uh, the link you gave
1: me, this literally came out like three days ago, right? So this is brand spanking new.
0: Yeah, this is brand spanking new. Wow. Uh, just a few days old. Check it out. It is Alpha Kenny Buddy with a brand new song out called Lucifer's Crystal Delusion. Check it out. All right, man. We're going
1: to give it a spin and we'll be right back. baseline Almost sounds like pollution, a little bit, like that riff.
0: Mm. I mean, it's not surprising. I told you there, he's a a fan of Limp Biscuit. So you might hear some influence in there. All right. That was Alpha Kenny Buddy with Lucifer's Crystal Delusion, LCD. Ah, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Or no, I was thinking LSD, man. I'm I'm being a (laughs) dumbass. Yeah, I know. It's kind of funny because that is like, Something, um, there was a video drone track, I think it was called uh Lucifer's Dress. So, yeah, that was that track was LSD. Mm-hmm. So, not not the same thing here. Uh, we're talking about uh, a kind of uh, display technology, we're not talking about uh tripping out on something here. I
2: tell about drugs.
0: Dude, that was that was some
1: good stuff, man. I, I would say it, it definitely um it's definitely got some new metal flavor, man. Like that's just like a good rap metal song. You can definitely hear influences, you know. I, I hear Limp Biscuit, I hear Some Rage, I hear Body Count, I hear Um That one part where he Is he scatting? Like like the, the like right after the singing, like the clean singing part, he kind of goes in, he just he's like it's like a rap but kind of shouting real fast. Like, I couldn't tell if he was saying words or not. Was he just scatting or, or just talking so fast that I couldn't
0: keep up? Well, he might have been talking really fast, but. um, It was, it was sick, but yeah, I just. <laughs> well, so Alpha Kenny Buddy are from Dubai. So I'm wondering if it's not English in that, in that part of the song. Gotcha. I don't know for sure. Well, I mean, I know Ahmed's from Dubai. I don't, I don't know necessarily. I'm assuming the rest of the bands from Dubai, or Mm -hmm. so it might not be English. That's the other thing too. Don't know what to say there. You know, I didn't really pay that much close of attention to that part. I just, I was just kind of just enjoying it, just kind of in the groove with it. So yeah, glad you enjoyed it. No, Ahmed, like I say, he's you know he's really cool. We've been you know online friends for quite a while, so. Yeah, just play his new song, play the new track, and uh, give him a shout out here. Go check out them out. Check out some of the older songs. They've been around for a while. They got like a good few songs on YouTube and all that stuff. Check them out. They had a song that came out not like earlier this year as well. So they're still, you know, obviously be even before this song, they they've been pretty active anyway. So yeah, they they're working on music, trying to keep up with it. So yeah, Jeremy, you still there? Did lose you? Hey, Tommy, there yeah
1: okay sorry i have no idea what happened man my bad on that like i was just talking about
0: <laughs> uh you have a really <laughs> oh my god dude it was creepy dude you you had a really deep voice at first
1: <sighs> <sighs> oh my god no <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> yeah
1: so like i was talking about alpha Kenny buddy and then all of a sudden i just must have rendered you speechless and then i was like no it, it- that's not probably it it's just, uh it's probably the connection sure enough i look and well, um, yeah, for some reason, I, I got dropped off, so but yeah, just to kind of reiterate and, and I'll keep it short, but basically, um, like these guys, um, you know, like like I said, high energy, good, good rap metal shit, uh, I guess my question was, and I'm sorry if you already heard this, Tom or not, but, um, is this the only thing that they have out now? Do they have a whole album out, or um,
0: like, like, what have they released so far? To be honest, I don't really know they had an album out or not they ever released an album but you can go on youtube they have a youtube channel and they have a bunch of videos their previous song before this was released about nine months ago and it is called um it's called bitch tears <laughs> so okay yeah All at right. least i'm assuming that's how you pronounce that because it's like uh instead of an i they have the they have the, the number one so you know but yeah they uh they've been around for like i said they've been around for a while but I uh, only recently started putting out some more music again, but you can see on YouTube, they've got some uh, music from like about six years ago and everything like that. So it's good to nice. know. Good to see that he's getting his uh, music
2: stuff going again. So, but like I said, I, I, they also have a Twitch channel called Convos and Chill.
0: You want to go out and go to Twitch and give them follow follow whenever they come back on again. They They used to do episodes about two or three times a week. I don't know what's happened with it lately, and I haven't really reached out and talked to him about it. I figured if there was a, anything going on, he might say something, but I think maybe he just wanted to focus a little bit more on the music and getting some more music produced, and so they kind of put that on the back burner. And up, they're going to be back doing more shows like that, but they are pretty cool to just sit there and, and chill and watch and everything like Because they don't really have any other videos up right now, but definitely go out and and check them out. Nice, dude. Yeah, that
1: was like I said, that was was some
0: good shit. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. You know, be huge shout out to my buddy Ahmed. Hell yeah! All right. uh, Long story short, somebody did reach out to us, answer a question on our Spotify. Uh, I'll put. I try to remember to put Q and A on our episodes for people to respond to it. And but for some reason, I forget. Don't forget, we actually can be reached uh through email breathing new life at gmail.com felt just like the podcast you not know, have to put the umlauts on the on the you though and then you know we are on facebook we are on instagram twitter i uh a lot of people mixed feelings about how, what twitter is going
2: through right now so
0: <laughs> technically yeah. we're on there as new life podcast but i rarely go on twitter uh, I will check it every once in a while. So, for some reason, you want to reach if you're sticking with Twitter and want to reach out to us through that, I will check it out when I get to it. But yeah, reach out to us. Let us know. Give us some feedback. Ask us any kind of questions you want us to talk about on the podcast, uh, respectfully, you know, and maybe even just any topic ideas. We you know Jeremy and I, we've been going at this already for like almost a year, you know, we kind of been kind of free in it. You know, just kind of come up with whatever topics we can think of, you know, between ourselves. We'd like to, you know, actually know and hear what people who listen to us actually want us to talk about more about, you know, so don't be afraid to reach out to us and give us any kind of ideas for topics and whatnot. Bounce off of us and see what we have to say about it, you know, and of course, if you know any other newer new metal acts that you want us to feature or talk about or listen to on the podcast, reach out to us with that as well. We'd love to hear them. You know, we'd love to check it out.
1: Yeah, always. I always love it. And we're starting to hear a little bit more feedback. And um, there was uh, there was a comment, a nice comment that we had with the Slipknot album review. Um, he did mention that he checked it out and it was it was kind of cool, man. Because he's like. I've been trying to tell my friends, you know, this is how the album is. And he's like, you know, you guys are spot on. So I was like, thanks, dude. You know, and obviously music is subjective. It, it, it's, you know, there's no right or wrong, you know, and, and and as if you've been with us, you'll know that we just kind of tell it like it is. So um, it just was appreciated to have somebody like, you know, listen to us and not think that, you know, we're crazy or anything. He's like, yeah, like, I totally get what you guys are saying. I'm like, nice. OK, cool. So uh that was that uh, was nice to hear that feedback for sure
0: we're not just a couple of jackasses with a podcast
1: yeah- yeah, <laughs> like
0: what the fuck are these guys
1: talking about now <laughs> so it was it was cool for sure uh but yeah and and that's the thing. it's just um there might be some kind of cool topic that we may have not thought of yet or just something we may not have thought of at all and if you wanna bring it our way, I mean I guarantee it like we'll we'll definitely uh we'll definitely chat about it that's for sure uh, cause we just you know. We just love this genre so damn much, dude. It's just um anything
0: new metal related, definitely bring our way. So this is the part of the episode where we will sign off and once again think think everybody and anybody's listening to us still. We know we're still dedicating ourselves to this podcast as much as we can and getting our content and episodes out and staying active out there. We love we love the we love the music, we love the genre, we love to talk about it. Hit us up with anything and uh, sign off now. Until uh, next mm-hmm. time, obviously. Remember to. Oh God, here we go. <laughs> okay, okay. <sighs> All right. <clears throat> I got to stretch. Hang on.
1: <sighs> okay. All right. I'm ready. All right. Keep keep keep, keep it
0: it God, it. God damn it! It's new. new.
1: Ooh! <laughs> keep it new y'all hey everybody have a good time uh doing yep. whatever you're doing uh and we'll see you next time peace yep peace <laughs>